Good morning. Good evening. And good afternoon. It's good morning somewhere. It's good morning somewhere. It's me and Ivan today. Angel faded away. He's now obsolete. Yeah. Apparently, we got like a lot of requests to get him off the show. Yeah. So, it's kind of what we did. It's all okay. You know, we were bored. You know? Yeah. Taking life just needs itself. Time is angel. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? We kicked you out. Who is this man? Who is this guy? What's up, guys? Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. It's good morning somewhere. Somewhere. The Fools Podcast episode 14. Starring Gallo V, Ivan O, and guest starring Angel G. What's up, guys? How have you been? Nah, I haven't I've seen been, you in a while. I've been good, man. You know. It's Fools plus one minus one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we back at three. No, we kicked you out. Oh, You've been no. smoking them tweeds, huh? You've been smoking them tweeds. No, I smell mom, it. I swear. Tea. What do I smell then? That's tea. herbal tea? Yeah, it's tea. Someone spill it on you? Because yeah. it shouldn't smell like this. <laughs> I'll fade away and classify myself as obsolete. Where's that from? Broken Man Hardy. Oh, yeah? His Broken Brilliance. Sound like a song I used to know. Yeah. Used but now it's just a song know. that I used to know. Stop, we're going to get copyrighted. A song! You guys sing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we got a lot to talk about today. Do we? I don't know. I asked you guys, and you guys both said yeah. And you guys had stuff left over from yesterday. I just punched Gallo in the arm. I'm a little hyped up on sugar, I guess. Nah, because we we came to this park, and we played in the playground a little bit. We swung on swings, and uh, we climbed shit. We tried throwing bottles in the trash cans, and then we picked each other up and ran a little bit. So now you high-pipe? Uh, yeah, I got... So last... Man. Because you weren't hyped before. I wasn't. Um, yeah, you you tucked it out. Yeah, I was. I got car sickness again. I had car sickness last week after the the Hernandez episode. episode. Yeah, the Hernandez episode. So and also they the entire time we were planning on doing a bonus episode, and but then I even had that, so we just kind of decided on. You also not. said, "Oh yeah, I need to leave," which is uh, true uh, though. It was only what like nine. Yeah, it yeah, was about nine. Yeah. But uh, the only reason I said that is because I had work the entire day the next day. Uh-huh. So if I were to get it done, I would have to like you know. I did the second I got home, oh, and then, okay. which is what I did, and then I posted it. Yeah, it makes like sense. We didn't need a bonus episode. Yeah. But, but you guys did have a lot to talk about, so. Yeah, we did. It could, it could hold off, too. But yeah, I was but... fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. I got out of the car, and I I face-planted. No, nah, I didn't face-plant, but I no, was on my back like, laying down. down. Yeah. I was laid out. I was gone. <laughs> you should have seen him drain, too. Yeah, that's <laughs> He was on the sick one. I almost yeah. threw up. I was driving, and then, like, you know how it is when you're going down the mountain, you're basically not accelerating at all. You just kind of have your foot on the brake, <laughs> and so you don't fall off. And then um, there was, like, this point where, like, I, b- I brought up a lot of speed, and I had to do, like, a quick turn. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I, so I did, like, a quick turn, and I looked over, and I just saw him, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why, like, uh. It's just I- a combination of the whole thing. Yeah, like the the, am, the yeah the altitude, the atmosphere itself, the fact that like we're going back and forth in like yeah, a loop, and like yeah. yeah, and it's like a snake motion, and then it's um, and and like the 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 stress from being like surrounded by literally like anything that could kill you. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> like there, there's a fucking what, rock on this side, and there's like a whole ravine to the other. I should start shaking the car, huh? Uh, yeah. That well, that's basically funny. what he did. This fool was taking pictures of the. Oh room. yeah, huh? Because he was. Yeah, and he went to. He was on Gallo's back seat, and then he went to mine. Oh, yeah. And as he did that, he pushed the the, the head cushion forward, and that shit almost made me throw up. I was like, whoa, whoa. And then, um, 
Yeah, I don't know why, but I have it right now too. Ever since we started coming out here. I don't know. But yeah, you know what's weird though? Mm-hmm. When I was a little kid, I had this uncle that would take me and my older sister to the drive-in, right? Yeah. And um, my aunt and stuff. And on the way there, I would get car sickness bad. Every time we went, they would have to pull over. I would have to like recharge my brain, I guess. Because I wouldn't throw up at that point because now I'm like fresh air and stuff. Yeah. But if I didn't get that fresh air, I would throw up. Like it was, fuck, it was terrible. But that was when I was a little boy, you know? And then in November, I think it was, I went on a date to the drive-in to go see this movie called- Last year? Yeah, last year. Uh-huh. To go see this movie called, damn, I forgot what it was. It was called Freaky, I think. And it was like Vince oh, Vaughn. Oh, yeah, that was good. That movie was dope it's as fuck. Really I movie. loved it, yeah. Like, it's so cool how like he starts off killing already. Like, yeah. There's no like- It's, it's the whole up. Friday the, uh, the 13th shit. Yeah. Yeah. Friday the say. 13th mix with Freaky Friday. That was, a, that was a great. And they have Suicide Boy music yeah. in there too. I was like, damn. Yeah, like, yeah, I was like, this is tight. It's a good movie. It's a good ass movie, yeah. And like, who says they don't make good horror movies nowadays? That was a good horror movie. Yeah, but yeah, that's a good one. well, the first time we went, the theater, the drive-in was closed, or it was already like doing its last showing. And the second time we went, it was open. But I started getting that that head sickness again, you know, that car sickness. Mm. And I started thinking, like, damn, what if it's just this area right here, this Harupa Hills area, that gets me fucked up, or next mm. to this drive? It's bad juju. Yeah, it has bad juju. Fucks my brain up. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. I don't know, man. It's a little, it's a little weird. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a little stretch. Yeah, it's a little stretch, but I mean, it's so weird. Because I stopped getting car sickness as I got older, but now it's here again. Mm. Back with a vengeance. Yeah. Just have to do a dick grabbing dance. Oh, what if um if he was still vegan? You think you you still get car sickness? He was vegan before. Yeah. At that time uh, that he was talking yeah. about. Oh yeah, like there was a. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Maybe he just built different. Maybe he just built different. Are you sure it's not literally just because of the altitude? Because that one was a mountain too. Herba Hills is in the mountain. Maybe it is altitude. That sucks. Was that altitude sickness? You do hikes, don't you? I thought you went on hiking and stuff and like to mountains and shit. Yeah, I do, but I'm fine. Maybe it's car sickness. Maybe. <laughs> 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 oh, my, I saw- my, my car is missing like some fucking air in the back left wheel. I have to get that shit fixed, but um, maybe that was adding to the shakiness. Speaking of air, I saw that movie Airheads finally. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was cool. Adam Sandler, fucking Steve Buscemi, and um. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, that's he used to do cool. more shit, bro. Brendan Fraser so? used to do. Yeah, because he was in um, uh, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol was really good. The uh, cartoon? No, they they it's live action. For real? Yeah, they made like. The CW. I mean, it might as well be. Amazon Prime, HBO Max. The the DC streaming service. The Warner Brothers streaming service? Nah, because I've never catching it weekly. Let me just do a quick fucking Google search because it hasn't been on for a while. Hey, it does say it's on HBO Max. Oh, it might have been like the second HBO Max came out. That's when I was catching up with it. And it's, it's oh man, it's so good. So it has two seasons and it's about the Doom Patrol minus Beast Boy. And it's like their origin stories and shit. And then they bring Cyborg into it. And he looks all right, yeah. even though it's obviously like a vest that he has on. That's like the metal part. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's funny. Because sometimes they do close-ups and like you can see like the his skin. The, they had the skin underneath the fucking vest. Well, he's a cyborg, Gallo. No, I'm yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. It's a, it's a big battery pack. But yeah, if they, you're going by Elon Musk standards very... of cyborg, android authenticity, then yeah, 
do you remember that Mexican girl? Like there was like, those two Mexican girls who were in um, Orange Is the New Black. Plus one, my name. Yeah. In Orange. Mas and Menos. In Orange Is the New Black. The one that was streaming. No, I don't watch that show. Yeah, the one that was streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she she's in Doom Patrol. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's like one of the major characters. Which one? The the first one or the second one? Out of the Mexican chicks. <sighs> Which one is it? I think it's the one I got out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I watched Airheads. It was pretty funny. Yeah, let's talk about it. It's pretty cool, yeah. Um, it's a little movie about Brendan Fraser, Adam Sandler, Steve Buscemi playing a band, like, band people. And it's pretty funny because Steve Buscemi and Adam Sandler are friends. Or they're, they're brothers in that movie. Mm-hmm. And they both like yeah. toys. Like, yeah. uh, Adam Sandler likes stuffed animals and Steve Buscemi likes toy guns. They got, like, the generic, like, metalhead flat, basically. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Brennan Fra- it's crazy because Adam Sandler is the fittest one. He actually has like a six pack and shit. It's funny. <laughs> but he's like the dummy. Yeah, he's a yeah, dummy. Yeah, they, they made him the dummy. And and he does he's not he's not Adam Sandler in the movie. Like he's not like yeah, at I, one point, yeah, he kinda is. Like wait, wait, when, when, the, when he has to go out to the van. Oh spoilers, by the way. Uh, he has to go they're, they're when they're already locked inside well, they're already taking over the radio station. Yeah. And then there's like a van. Their, their van he has to get something there and the police mm-hmm. is outside and the police is slowly inching towards the van with him right and he starts doing one of his Adam Sandlerisms. he's all like <laughs> and then uh it, well cause yeah. the cop's doing everything he does so then when he does that the cop just takes out his gun he's like oh yeah. shit and he runs oh, away yeah and uh that's one Adam Sandler like type joke right there alright I see it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah cause uh, if, I don't know some people hate Adam Sandler or a lot of people hate him but yeah, I, I, I feel like him. they did do it just to do it a lot yeah. of my favorite childhood movies are Adam Sandler movies. Right? A lot of them. Like, uh, Bro, Mr. people Deeds, don't like Little Nicky. Happy I Gilmore, love Little Nicky. How do people not Gilmore. like Little Nicky? How, yeah, how do you not like that movie? That Big movie's Daddy. amazing. Unless you're like super religious and you can't stand to see the devil's son like win and be lovable. You know, people just hate it. They don't want to see mo- no one win. <laughs> it's so funny because like uh, Cassius cuss, he's like, Dad, this is bullshit. And then and Satan fucking, the, the devil says... I told you I don't like that kind of language. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, Adam Sandler tends to like use gibberish, and I love gibberish. It's like super funny to me. Or like he'll he'll make words Especially sound. Especially when those those fake those tantrums and shit. And yeah. And... He plays he like plays with words and stretches them out and shit. Mm. Like oh shit like that. He like always does something weird with his fingers and shit. He's like wagging them. But yeah, so sorry. I, I, I'm pretty happy because I just saw that Doom Patrol's renewed for season three in September. So that's dope. So if y'all if y'all not catch up, you can catch up. Wow. HBO Max. It, it was part of both DC Universe and HBO Max, but you know how DC Universe basically got sucked in by HBO Max. Yeah. So yeah, it's like it's like a super trippy show where like the heroes never win. For real? Yeah. Well, see, that's the cool thing about Young Justice. Even when the heroes win, the bad guys actually win. Yeah, because they're always a step forward, bro. They're always like a step ahead. I always go back to that one scene. Who was that? Who was that kid that was like pure evil? Yeah, oh, the, yeah. man, I love that scene. Like where, Max or something. It's the Halloween episode. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Man, that, that, that episode was sick because he, he breaks into the museum to get the the, the sword, mm. and then the guy is like only. Only those of hearts who are pure can, can wield this sword. Yeah. And then he picks it up. He's like, it doesn't say it has to be pure good. And then, because mm-hmm. he's pure evil. Yeah. And so he's just, oh, he's just so. He killed his little sister yeah, to become just, pure evil. Yeah. Spoilers. Uh, and she's just a ghost hunting him? Oh an, my that's god. That's That, it's also pretty cool how, like, um, there's little Easter eggs in the episode. Like, Superboy and, and Young Justice wears blue cargo pants with the, the mm. blue, just the black shirt with the Superman logo. 
but at the Halloween party, this one dude's wearing Super Superboy's like original costume. He's like, "This is all Superboy should look like," or some shit like that. And then someone's dressed it's like up. Like fan service to show, bro. Yeah, and then someone's dressed up as a. They think there's an alien in the campus, and there is just someone in a Martian Manhunter costume because they're Warner Brothers. It's pretty, pretty cool. I think there was another one too, like a little costume. Mm. I can't remember. What was the other thing? Um, when that that pure evil guy, when, when they were fighting in season three, and um, they they stick him in Doctor Fate's no, Doctor Fate, yeah, yeah Doctor Fate. Fate's castle, or like yeah, His castle, hat. and then he, he's trying to like escape. He's like, damn it, damn he's it, yeah. He, the guy with the sword? No, the uh, does uh, he have the sword? The, I'm talking about the, the, the cat. Oh yeah, the chaos god. Yeah, chaos god. Yeah, he keeps going. Damn it! And then he's trying to like escape. Damn it! And then that 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 goes all the way to the fucking like credit scene. Uh huh. And then the credit scene, all you see is like the outside of Doctor Fate's castle, and then all you hear is him say, "Damn it! Damn it!" While the credits go by. (laughs) It's season three. It's like nighttime now. Season funny. Season three is when um, Zatanna goes out to the into the park woods or whatever to see her dad, right? And then they're like... Oh, yeah, the once-a-year thing? Yeah. That's just sad. It was pretty sad, huh? Yeah. She only sees him for, like, an hour. Not, not even an hour. It's, like, a little fucking... Hi. Happy birthday. All right, I gotta go. She's, like, go. devastated. Doesn't, yeah. she, doesn't she do something that's, like, not super heroic or something like that? I can't really remember. Nah. Um, what's her name? The uh, the girl who was the girlfriend to uh, Kid Flash? Artemis? Yeah, Artemis um, told her to do some shit. She told her to um, basically like send me to go say bye to Kid Flash, and she's like, I, I can't really oh, do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can't really do that. That's like stuff that's out of my hands. Oh damn, yeah, that's just crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew that shit mind fucked me. Now, yeah. now, I'm gonna, now yeah. I remember why. <laughs> and then the whole time she was like, All right, you can go, but you have to come back before the, like sundown. And it's not really him either, huh? No, they damn. tricked her the whole time. It's just like her mind. Yeah. No, it was um, Martian. Manhunter's, um, what's her name? Fucking Megan. Megan. Hello, Megan. <laughs> That's a good ass yeah. show, man. Yeah, it was Megan the whole time, and then, like, I guess that fucking that time limit thing was kind of so she could hurry up and re- uh, realize um, everything, mm-hmm. which is pretty fucked up, and definitely something that they were going to touch on if they ever had a new season, because they even mentioned it, like, she's going to be mad when she, when she finds out, like, we lied to her, basically. Yeah, and that—that's what Young Justice does a lot. They—they they always do like a whole thing where it's like, oh, they're gonna be mad, like blah, blah blah. Like they keep planting like seeds for like future episodes. Yeah, it's that great ass storytelling by Greg Wiseman. Mm-hmm. The man's a legend. Also, though, it kind of happens a lot. <laughs> Don't get me wrong; it's a good show. Anyway, Angel wasn't here for it, but well, one of my favorite mangas right now is Chainsaw Man. So. Essentially, it's a story about, like, this, like, down-on-his-luck kid. Like, fucking, like, no- nothing goes right for this guy, and he's always, like, in debt. And, um, his parents, like, die, and, like, the debt carried to him. So he has to help, like, these mafia peoples throughout his childhood and everything to try to get, uh, money. Mm-hmm. And, um, basically, it cuts to, like, he's, like, a teenager? Yeah. And he keeps doing anything, like, funny. Like, kill him and his little Puchita. It's like a little demon dog. Oh. They, they kill demons and shit for these guys. <laughs> so then, um, 
they <laughs> they give them the money and they're like, hey, I heard you do anything for money. Eat the cigarette. And he like throws him the cigarette. And he's like, all right. And like he like not even like second thought. He just ate it. And he's like, holy shit, he fucking did it. And they toss him like fucking pennies basically. And they left. <laughs> and then he like spat out the cigarette. He's like, ah. like I just want to enjoy like the little things, you know, of life. But the thing is, he doesn't have any little things. And eventually, um, right at the end of that first manga, ends with him uh, fusing with Demon Dog. Mm-hmm. And um, he has to kill demons for an actual organization that does it. And that's how he makes money. And that's how he gets the little things in life that he wants. He's like, oh, I finally have a fucking like, actual bed to sleep on and food to eat. This shit's sick. <laughs> He's like, this is like the best life ever. That's cool. Yeah. And he keeps like getting other things that he wants to do. So he's like, oh, that, that girl that like um, basically saves me. I want her to be my girlfriend. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. This fool got bread. He's like, let me give me a bitch. <laughs> so that it's, it's finally being adapted to anime. <coughs> it's fucking, woo. It's fucking oh, it's lit. Yeah. Oh, it, looks, it. it looks awesome, bro. Like the animation is like. Movie I was watching, I was watching, um. Terminal, as on Netflix. Oh yeah, uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about that, but real quick. Oh, uh, let me finish the, cause I wasn't done yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so another thing that came with the Chainsaw Man thing was a little controversy because uh, apparently the it came out during like this conference or whatever, like where they release a bunch of trailers, mm-hmm. and then uh, it was like there was like the West viewers and like the Japanese viewers, and the second that Chainsaw Man started happening. All the all the American viewers were saying woof 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 woof, and it's because the the main girl in um, Chainsaw Man, Mahima, she says like a line that's like "Oh, bark for me" to to Chainsaw Man, and fucking I, I guess like you know all all the simps were just like "Oh, bet," woof 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 woof, and it's like like that one meme where it's like that. Um, that little like bird singing, and then it's the big crow just going, ah! and, the, and then like the little bird's all mad. <laughs> That's literally what it is. <laughs> and they're like, don't bring America back, like into these viewing things. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. Go on though. Let's talk about Terminal. Oh, it's because uh, that that Chainsaw Man, him getting bread and then fighting. Fight, uh, thinking like oh let me get this chick real quick because mm. Tom Hanks is in the terminal and he can't leave because he's like a refugee yeah but, so basically but he's what? not scared of his country and, and like they're telling him like you're scared <laughs> of your country right because if you're scared of your country you can go into New York and you can like you can stay here you know no but, but but also the thing that happened was um, the country doesn't exist anymore because they got annexed oh so it wasn't recognized as a um, country to America so he can't even go back to his country so, political refugee from a yeah. Cuba. Yeah, so he had to stand. He has to stand in the terminal. Yeah. So technically, he doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> the dual terminal type shit. Yeah, no, it's nah, a, a single airport. Airport terminal. So um, like that broken glass effect. So he uh, so he starts getting like uh, he starts fixing shit around the terminal, and then because yeah, they stick him there for like over a year. Yeah, bro. and he just knows how to fix shit. And one of the um, construction workers. He sees him working. He's like, is that one of you guys? To another foreman? Nah, I thought he was yours. Yeah, he's like, he's like, nah. He's like, he must be on this guy's. He's like, nah, but I want him. He's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And so he like basically you take hired. him off the other guy's schedule and put him on mine. <laughs> yeah. And so 
they just pay him under the table and stuff. Yeah. And then um, throughout the whole time, like, there's a, there's a, uh, what, 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 a stewardess? Uh, yeah. She's a flight attendant. Yeah, flight attendant. Yeah, flight attendant. Yeah, flight attendant. And um, she's like, she like breaks up with her boy, um, boyfriend that has, that has right. a wife. She's obviously the side bitch. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's obviously, one, yeah. like they 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 started off like right off the bat that she has that yeah, she's sad. the side bitch. And then, and then he he like dumps the side bitch because he wants to stay with the wife, and then she's all broken up about it. Yeah, and it's yeah. like you, you know your place. Yeah, like, <laughs> you literally knew your place this whole time. Yeah, but like she's a side hoe, so of course she's gonna have those dreams of grandeur. Being the main. Yeah, she even says he's like, you know, uh, um, in my little fantasy, I thought I thought um, he would have left her for me or something like that. Yeah, that's yeah, sad. Yeah, and so she's telling him this, and she's like, and um, he's just like fucking lost in the terminal. And stuff. Sometimes it happens like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just just was, um, and, and he has like this Bulgarian accent. Yeah. Ooh, Tom Hanks. Tom yeah. Hanks the whole time. What the fuck? Yeah, because he's from another country. This fucking it's white piece country. of shit. <laughs> and then um, first aren't his, they white over there? First his yeah. son. First, his son wants to act Jamaican, and now Tom Hanks wants to act Bulgarian. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, he's like, he, uh, they start talking more and stuff because he's still in the terminal. And every two weeks, she comes back to that terminal from the oh, flights. Yeah. From the flights. So he lives in the terminal. Yeah, he lives in the terminal because yeah. he, he can't has go outside. Else to go. Yeah. If he goes outside, he gets arrested basically. And if he goes back to the country, he can't because yeah. he doesn't have any paperwork to do that. That's funny. Oh, um, Gamora. Is in the movie Zendaya? <laughs> no, Gamora from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That kind of reminds me of this movie I watched two nights ago called Born in East LA with Cheech Marin in mm-hmm. 1987. Um, but yeah, how, how does Fire that ass movie. Because, right? um, Terminal is a pretty good movie, too. She asked him out. She asked him out. He's like, nah, because yeah. he doesn't have any money. Mm-hmm. And then that's when, he's, when he gets the construction job and stuff. He starts having money. That's when he, like, and then he buys, his, he buys a suit and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's, he's like, like, looking at the mirror. Yeah, and like it, the suit's all it's, like, a fly, it's a fly suit, too. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's like, okay. Yeah. And, and then, got uh, it on sale. Yeah, and then, and then he sees him again. He's like, he's like, now he wants to uh, take her out and stuff. Yeah. Because not, now his bread is up. Okay. But, yeah, but obviously she, she didn't take it that way. She asked him out, and then he said no, and she yeah. thought it was because she's like really pushy or some shit. Yeah. yeah. But really it was just because he didn't have the money. But he was and, pl- he was plotting on the low. Yeah, and mm. then when she's like, she asked him out again by accident, and she's like, oh look at me, I'm, I'm doing it again. <laughs> and then he's like, oh yeah, we'll do it. What? Like, let's yes, go out. Let's yeah, go, let's go eat. Sounds let's like go. a good watch. Yeah, it's a good watch. So I'm born in East LA. Cheech, he doesn't speak Spanish, and he's at his mom. He like he lives at his mom's house, and his mom and his sister go to Fresno, and he has to go pick up his fucking uh, his cousin, right? And then his name is he himself. His character's name is Rudy, Rudy Robles, and then. There's like this gag that like the mom buys a, a holographic picture of Jesus. So like you look at it one one angle and his eyes are open. And he's like, and then you move to the side and his eyes close. Oh man. Yeah, and he has blood or some shit. It's funny. And she puts it, she's like asking Cheech like, like, oh, do you like it? And he's like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> he's all like, and you put it in front of the, the phone. Like she's like, oh yeah, well, and he puts it down, right? And then, um. The, his sister's kids are like doing something stupid like they're goofing off so he has to go like straight in the mountain or whatever so he puts his wallet on the counter because his mom gave him something that he had to put in his wallet or something like that so he puts it on the counter and then when he comes back the mom puts the the jesus p- picture right in front of the um phone again so he doesn't see his wallet and then um when he comes back he he like finishes eating and then he, he leaves to work and, and shit so he forgets his wallet 
and then he goes to he was he's like a mechanic and the whole opening scene is like it's like about some supermodel girl walking through the streets the city in like a green dress dress and he's like trying to pick her up and stuff and like um it's like a whole ass gag but then he ends up it's kind of like weird like it was kind of like a mind fuck because he's trying to pick her up right and then it turns out because you don't know he's a mechanic yet and then all of a sudden she goes to a mechanic shop and she's like waiting on her car to be fixed and he ends up being the mechanic there and he's wearing a red hat and so and i was like okay and then um he like talks to her a bit he gets his guitar fixed and then like uh the next scene he's wearing a blue hat now and i'm just like what? i'm like what the fuck's going on <laughs> i'm like is is it one of those, uh, cause I grew up watching Cheech and Chong movies, right? And I never watched Born in East LA before. I always just knew it was about, it had Cheech in it. And, um, in one of the Cheech and Chong movies, I forget which one it is. I think it might be next movie, but basically Cheech is trying to get, uh, laid this one night. So he kicks Tom, uh, Chong out and Chong, he's like, Hey, my, my cousin's coming through, uh, go hang out with my cousin. He knows how to have a good time. So then Chong goes to hang out with the cousin and the cousin's played by Cheech too. <laughs> and, except he has like a hillbilly accent and shit. And then, um, so, in this movie, when he has to go pick up his cousin, and he's wearing a red hat, and then he's, in the next scene, wearing a blue hat, I thought, oh, is he playing his cousin again? Yeah. Like, but it wasn't. Like, that's not the case. Oh, just an inconsistency? Yeah, it was just inconsistency. Was, oh. that, was that continuity? A continuity error, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it's pretty funny. So, like, there's an Amigra raid on, <laughs> on this uh, factory, and then, um, they take him with them, and then they deport him to Mexico. Oh, because he doesn't have his wallet? yeah. And then uh, he speaks perfect English, but he couldn't, like, say the president of the United States. <laughs> and then so um, he's like, oh, yeah, I think it's, uh, I, I can't remember how the joke goes. I'm not even going to try. But he, he says John Wayne pretty much. And then, um, so yeah, he ends up in Mexico, and then the, the cousin ends up finding his way to his uh, aunt's house. And then it's pretty, so, and the cousin's played by Paul Rodriguez. And so he's just, like, chilling at the house with no one there. And then, like, the people keep calling the phone and the phone's behind the jesus poster uh picture so whenever someone calls on the phone it's the answering machine he thinks it's jesus talking to him so at one point he's like uh, it's like cheech for some reason he's like give me a beer man just give me a beer already and he's like oh and he only speaks spanish so he goes to, he goes to the the fridge and he takes out a, a beer and he, he like cowers over to the jesus picture he's like Ahí está tu cerveza. <laughs> and he's like <laughs> but yeah so then um the rest of the movie it's like uh Cheech being in Mexico trying to get back to America he gets locked up a couple times and then um he gets work with uh Daniel Stern's character who's he, he plays Marvin in Home Alone the tall burglar oh, okay, yeah. the sticky bandits or the wet the bandits, wet bandits yeah. well they're <laughs> wet bandits number one and they're sticky bandits number two <laughs> but yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah he he's like we're no longer the wet bandits we're the sticky bandits <laughs> they still change at <laughs> the Santa Claus and then um so yeah, he, he finds work with him and then like he meets this girl there. And then like the girl kind of just thinks he's like a douchebag because he's like, he just wants to get back to America and he's always like, I'm American, blah, 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 blah. Mm. I was born in East LA. So yeah, this girl's pretty cute, right? And then he's doing all these different kinds of jobs. Like at one point he's, he's selling uh, oranges and then mm. he, gives, he does like this nice thing where like he gives his kid an orange. And I guess because usually he's working in front of a bar trying to get people in, which is pretty funny because he also plays a character like that in From Dusk Till Dawn. Mm. Remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to go into it, but... The like, Tarantino movie? Yeah. No, no. Well, I, I, he's in it. Tarantino plays a character in that movie, but I don't oh, think... Wait, he, who, 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 who? he didn't direct it. Uh, I think it might be that Rodriguez like guy. Mexican dude, huh? Yeah. 
But if you haven't seen From Dusk Till Dawn, I oh, recommend yeah, you watch 100%. it and don't look any don't look into it at all. Just see it so as, like a Tar- it as a movie. Yeah, just see it as a Tarantino movie, like Pulp Fiction. And um so yeah, he, he's his normal job is him sitting in standing in front of a bar trying to get people into the bar. And then so he keeps like telling Daniel Stern's character, hey, uh, give me some more work. His, the character's name is Jimmy. He's like, oh, let me get something else to do. So he's selling tangerines, but he doesn't really care. And so he's just like, oh, damn. So then he ends up getting a, giving a tangerine to a little boy. And then the boy's like, oh, cool. And then the mom's like, oh, you stole that. And give it back to him, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, he's like trying to tell the mom that he didn't steal it, that he gave it to him. But the mom only speaks Spanish. So he can't tell her that. So he ends, up, he ends up just giving all them all oranges. She's like, oh, no, dinero, no, tiene dinero. And he ends up giving him the whole ass cart because he doesn't even care anymore. Like, mm-hmm. well, he's trying to do a nice thing, but also he doesn't care about selling the oranges no more. And then um, the girl from the bar sees him do that, and she's like, oh, he's a nice guy. Then, <laughs> he's then, a nice guy. Gave him a whole ass cart. Yeah, and then, like, there's another scene where he's teaching, uh, like, these three Asian dudes and these two Indian guys how to, like, act normal, but he kind of just teach them, teaches them how to act like cholos from East LA and shit. And then, um, while he's doing that, he makes, he makes, like, a joke to the Mexican girl that works at the bar, and she gets all mad and shit, and she throws, like, a pail of water on him. But then later on, he, he ends up, because he knows how to sing and, and play guitar and shit, so he ends up working with the, the bar band, and they end up, like, playing outside for music, playing music outside for money and shit. And then these, this German couple walks up, and Cheech starts singing in German. Yeah. And then the German couple gets all excited and shit. And they tip everyone like a shit ton of money. Uh-huh. And then... um, Man, sound, This movie sounds like it's like like one skit to another. Yeah. <laughs> well, it starts off like that. Like the whole opening sequence, it just seemed like a big ass skit. And that's why I was kind of like, huh, I don't, I don't know if this movie's going to be good. But by the end mm-hmm. of the movie, I was like, damn, that shit was amazing. Except for the... Kind of like the second to last ending, I'll talk about it. It was kind of like... Okay. Yeah. Cause here's what happens. So like, the the girls all like, how'd you learn how to speak German? And then he tells her that uh, he was a uh, he lived in Germany for like six years, cause he was uh, stationed out there. He was in the army, and he and he said he was out there, and then he he ended up just being a mechanic over there. Like he learned mm-hmm. how to be a mechanic. So it's like his little backstory and shit. And then it, it, like, it reminded me of that fucking dude I met at the bus stop, the Mexican dude that learned German and yeah. moved to Austria for a couple years. That was what you were going to say. I was like, yeah. holy shit, like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck? It was crazy to me. I was like, what? I feel like I know this like person. Like, this happens? Yeah. <laughs> that just happens. People just end up in Germany, learn German, and come back. Yeah, Mex- <laughs> Mexican dudes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's crazy when you talk to strangers and you find out about them. For real, huh? Yeah, they do a lot. Like, um, not to derail you from the, the, the Cheech movie, but I've been talking to a lot of my neighbors a, lo- uh, a lot more. Mm-hmm. And um, the older, older old heads, like, they're, like, 40 and up, 50, 60. Yeah. And they all have crazy crazy stories and stuff, how, uh-huh. they, li- how they used to live and stuff. Yeah. And even the work stories, one, one got his uh, finger chopped off by chainsaw. Shit. Yeah, chainsaw, he, man. That's a real chainsaw, chainsaw man. man. Yeah, and, and he, 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 uh, he, um, he tells me, like, he's like, yeah, I was back in my old country and went out to do woodworking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He, he learned how to do uh, woodworking and welding over there. Which country he... he He's from, he's just in my country. He's just uh. in my country. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. our country. But, yeah. but then he started singing songs, uh, like five songs that he wrote himself, mm. like uh, um, in Spanish. And, um, Can you recite them? No, I can't. But one is, one is about his like love for California. Like, That's tight. Like, anywhere he walk, he, he can go, walk anywhere around here in his home and shit like that. Like Chris Hernandez with the Fontana album? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, one's, one's about weed and, and some other shit. One's about like, 
he won't give up like sex, but so uh, but she wants money, so he won't give up money. <laughs> <laughs> like this, this like all, all this all this bullshit. He said he learned how he, he has uh, those songs played on guitar, mm-hmm. but you can't. Can't play him right now because he lost a finger. Oh god damn! Yeah, on, like, like it kind of like came that's to his fucking hand. crazy, bro. Yeah, he he his hand, but like he's just laughing about it and shit, you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. all the other neighbors have crazy stories too. And then, um, he should have learned how to be left-handed. And then my 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 my, my, my main neighbor, my the, the best neighbor, um, I started talking to. He was telling me he's like, yeah, if you don't have crazy stories like that by the time you're old, like, did you really live, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's pretty crazy. Like they all laugh about like the old crazy stories, like. Them uh, drunk in prison and stuff like that. <laughs> it's just crazy. I don't think I'd laugh about a story about me cutting off a finger. I'd be pretty sad. No. <laughs> this one was even laughing. Like, he, he was trying to move the finger because, like, um, uh, the ring fi- the ring finger is gone. Yeah. And then the pinky the pinky is, like, kind of, like, hindered because I guess it got a nerve. Mm. And, and um, yeah. so it can't close all the way. Mm-hmm. And so he, he Bro, was nerves like, are crazy. Yeah, he was like, he was like laughing, and he's like, he's like, I can't even fucking close all the way. Look, and he, he was trying to show me like that he can't close it. Mm-hmm. And then like he started laughing out the world. He's like, fuck your finger. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I would have been like, how do you jerk off, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I cut this finger pretty bad, and when I did that, some of the nerves in the other two fingers were fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, um, he's basically trying to. Jimmy tells. Rudy, mm-hmm. that he, if he saves up like 500 bucks, he can get him. He knows a couple of coyotes and that he can get him across the border and shit. And then so Cheech saves up the money. Well, he tells him for you, out, he says, I like you 400. So then he's, he gives him or 350. So then he gives, he saves up, saves up the money and then he finally gets to go across the border. Right. And so they're loading him on the truck. But, you know, his character is a nice guy at the end of the day. And there's this, couple, this older couple there that didn't afford two people. Mm-hmm. They thought they had enough, but they didn't. And then um, Jimmy comes back and he tells Cheech and the girls there too from the bar because they end up not they're not a couple, but like they're they're really close to each other. Yeah. And then um, he tells them, "Damn, it's 500 per person, and um, I put in the other 50 for you as a going away gift." And Cheech is like, oh, thanks, man. Like, I can give it back to you once I get back to the country, blah, 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 blah. It's like, nah, it's, it's okay. And then he's saying he's goodbye to the girl. And it's so sad. Like, she's such a good actor, dude. Like, he's saying bye to her. And she's already, like, tearing up and shit. And she's, like, looking away and, like, trying to hold it. Oh, man. It hurts. It is. It is, dog. I was like, damn. And then uh, he goes. He leaves. And he's in the, the truck, right? And then the girl... The, the girlfriend to the older couple she's like the the husband goes all the way to the back of the truck and he's like he doesn't want to look over outside the truck he's like facing to the back cause he, and then the, the girlfriend's crying and she's all telling the guy like oh uh, our kids are in America you know and I don't want to be away from him or them and da 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 he's like the guy's like 500 per people he's, you don't have enough money blah 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 he's kicking her out and she's just looking at it the whole time and he's just like he gets out and like he, put, he picks up the old lady and puts her in the truck, and he's like, she she can be, my, my, yeah, yeah, instead of me. And he walks away, and then Jimmy and the, and the girlfriend were in Jimmy's car, right? Or the, I mean, the girl. And then they get out, and they're all excited and shit, and then Cheech just puts on his hat and shit, and he's walking away, and the music starts to kick in. I'm like, oh, damn, what's he gonna do? And then Jimmy's all like, come on, buddy, like, the car's that way, and I, wanna, I don't wanna leave it here. <laughs> and then, um... So I was like, I was pretty hyped because I was wondering what the fuck is he going to do, you know? But then it turns out he just like gets a shit ton of people to storm the gate, the border with him. <laughs> and that's pretty much what happens. And then the girls there too, which kind of like went against what she was trying to do. 
she was trying to save up she was working like three jobs and to save enough money so that when she got to america she wasn't struggling she said, fuck it, storm it. Yeah, she said, fuck it, storm it. And yeah, I was like, sometimes life changes. <laughs> I was kind of like, oh, that kind of goes against what she was doing. But yeah, so then at the very end of the movie, they, uh, her and Cheech pop out underneath the sewer, the sewer, <laughs> like from like a manhole cover. And mm-hmm. also like the, the three, I mean, the five, uh, non Mexican people that were in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And they all just, they're walking around a parade. <laughs> and then she's all like, Oh, what is this parade for? And he's like, Cinco de Mayo? And she's like, what is that? And he's like, I don't know, but we have a parade for it every year. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty tight. This was, it was a dope-ass movie. And then, like, I would say, like, it left me with hope and fulfillment at the same time. Yeah? Yeah, that's how I felt watching that movie. Where'd you what, get from it? Yeah, you, how'd you get hopeful? Because, like... Because I, I, I can get what you can get from it, but what did yeah, you get from it? Because... He's his whole goal is to just get back to America, right? And everyone's treating him like shit. Mexicans yeah. are treating him like shit. White people are tra- treating him like shit. But he meets Jimmy, and Jimmy's kind of shady, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, there's this cool scene where he's walking with Jimmy, and he's he's like telling him like, "How'd you end up here?" You know, because mm-hmm. he's a white guy. And then he's all like, you know, and he's like, "I don't know. Tell mm-hmm. me." And he's like, "You know those cowboy movies where you're going against the law, and you and they." The two partners tell each other, hey, once we make it to Mexico, we'll be good. And then he's like, uh-huh. And he's like, well. And he's like, oh, okay. So basically, Jimmy's like a crook from yeah, America. Yeah. And he actually made it across the border. And then, um, but like, he's a cool character. And he helps him out a lot. And he gives, he gives him uh, jobs. And he makes the money up. But like, he's his whole, in the beginning, he just, he doesn't care. Like, he just wants to get to America as fast as possible. So... Jimmy tells him it's going to take him, like, four or five weeks of working hard mm. to raise up the money. And, and she's just like, I want to be out of here by tonight or tomorrow. But it, he kind of has to, like, deal with it and, like, learn the hardships of, mm. you know, trying to get back. Not learn the hardships of trying to get back. You know, people go through that shit all the time. Like, this is a real, like, people get deported all the time and shit. Like, mm. And it's just crazy how, like, he's just a cool guy, like. He's a cool guy to look up to because he's not a bad person or anything like that. He just was in the, r- the wrong place at the wrong time and he got fucked over. And it's like him trying to get back. And then, like, cool things happen along the way, I think, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, it, it kind of gave me hope of, like, even if you're in a bad situation and, and you're in a place longer than you, you expect you think you should be, like, hold, hold, hold out that hope and you're going to get to where you need to be. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. And then, so, like... Just so it, it kind of gave me hope in that aspect and then the fact that like everything works out by the end and shit like that and like just how the the friendships he made while he was there because i feel like the people he was meeting there were really fucking cool except when he was in prison the two times he goes to prison he meets up with fucking bad mm-hmm. people but like jimmy and the girl that he meets are like so cool that like i feel like he that's where like the ful- fulfillment is is that like like he had b- like even though the bad time was there, yeah, good things came out of it. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So the bad time's over, but he still has his friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't have had those friends without the bad times. <laughs> so I guess they're good times now. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time I got trapped in Tijuana? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was like terminal though. Yeah. Cause you know how Tom Hanks' character is stuck in the terminal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And he's not. He can't go to either country. And Cheech Marin is stuck in Tijuana. Yeah. And he, has, he wants to go back to his original country. Um, Tom Hanks wanted to go to New York so he could see 
something that his father was talking about. And that, that was like the point of that, um, him going to New York. Whoa. And, um... The Army? The... I just saw the movie Cherry with Tom Holland and that one girl from Big Time Rush. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's a really good movie. Yeah? It's really long, though. And it's on, um, it's on Apple TV. The, since I bought this iPad for the uh, podcast, uh, I had like a year free. And I never used it. So I used it yesterday. And, uh, until now. Yeah, until now. But I used it yesterday and we watched Sherry and that shit was like... Uh, it's basically like... It starts off, this guy's like, I don't even know what to fucking do. Like, I'm in college and I'm just like, you know? Then he sees this girl, the, the main girl. And he's like, I want to fuck her. <laughs> But he has a girlfriend, and she goes up to him and starts talking to him. And he's like, "Oh, I uh, like I have a girl," and she's like, "Oh, all right." And then he goes hanging out with his girlfriend, and then while hanging out with the girlfriend, like she's like, he's like, "How does she know all like the guys at this school already?" Blah blah. Like she's only been here like a little bit. Nah, I, I'm not gonna do this. So then he goes to the other girl, and then like it's basically about their life together, mm-hmm. and how he. Um, was falling in love and then she didn't want to fall in love so at one point she like she's like I'm going to Canada to go to school he's like what the fuck why the fuck do you want to do that his girlfriend says that yeah he's like what the fuck like like it doesn't make any sense why would you want to do that she's like because I decided and she like leaves and he's like what the fuck do I do now so he decides to um, join the army and then she comes back and he's like, I joined the army. <laughs> and then she's like, Now oh, it's my turn for me like, to leave. <laughs> yeah, basically. And then so she marries him before he goes off. The girlfriend? Yeah. So then, um, so now she's waiting for him at home while he's out there. And he's like, he experiences like real fucking like hardships and shit. Mm-hmm. So when he comes back, he's like, he's obviously not the same person. He's like, the, uh, he has PTSD and all this shit. And from all that, um, he becomes like a druggie. And the movie split up in parts, like um, like I'm clerks. Watch it now. Yeah, like clerks or the hateful eight. Like yeah. it split up in parts. And um, the like the addiction part, like it's literally called like I think it's like part four addiction. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like really fucking like down bad. And he becomes a bank robber. Damn. Yeah. And it's so it's so cool and cool how he does it too because he just ha- he wrote it on a one dollar bill. It's like um, I have a gun, and he turns the bill over and it's like this this uh, this is a robbery. <laughs> and then the Can person, yeah. And then the person literally just gives him the money and he takes it. He's like, it's like shit, like that was easy. <laughs> and then he just walks out. Did he actually have a gun though? Yeah, he has a gun. Yeah, because he, he went to the army and shit. Oh yeah, doing yeah, <laughs> and um yeah, so it's really good, and the ending's pretty good, and I recommend it. And it's Tom Holland like down bad, so the entire time you kind of just see Spider Man like doing meth and shit, and you're like, what the fuck? Goddamn, it's not my Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh yeah, and he like drags her down with him too. Like she was trying to do good by like doing college shit, and like they they That's both became is, they both became addicts because. He, he was fucking like not himself when he came back so mm-hmm. she turned to drugs too to like numb the fact that he's not hanging out with her anymore damn yeah it's a good movie yeah I wanna watch it yeah cheery mm-hmm. 
You know what else I kind of want to watch? I'm not into musicals at all, but like, there's this, uh, you know that that one movie that everyone's crazy about? It's, it's also the play, uh, Hamilton. Oh. It's the creator from Hamilton. He made like a, a Latino movie or a Latinx movie. <laughs> Latinx. Latinx? Latinx? I thought it was just Latinx. Like how Joe Biden says it? Joe but, Biden? Joe Biden. <laughs> but, uh. I was joking about it if he got no teeth. <laughs> so like it's like that but it takes place in New York and shit and, and I didn't know it was oh, the, oh the one on Netflix right no it's on HBO Max I think oh yeah yeah cause I've seen, I've seen it I have like all the subscription services even before it uh like the trailer got me like it caught it caught my attention mm-hmm. and so then then I found out it was a fucking they're like from the the makers of Hamilton I was like ah oh, shit I'm not gonna watch this shit no more mm-hmm. cause I've never seen Hamilton and then um but are you just doing it out of spite? Out of spite, yeah. But then I was like, yeah, it's interesting to me, so I guess I'll watch it anyways, mm-hmm. even though it's a musical. So I'm gonna try and probably watch that. And also, I saw uh, a trailer for another movie for the first time yesterday. It's called Old from M Night Shyamalan. I'm like, oh, that shit looks I wanna crazy. watch that. That shit looks good. Yeah, bro, M Night Shyamalan better come out with a good fucking movie, bro, because I'm I'm hyped for it. Have you seen that happening? <laughs> That's the best movie, bro. bro I don't know if you guys Marky heard. Mark? I don't know if you guys have heard, but the the bees are dying. Basically, like from that, it's a bunch of bad acting. Yeah. This oh, one girl, really? this one girl's like, "You came to my house to kill me," and and, and Mark Wahlberg's like, "No, no. oh yeah, what? No." <laughs> oh, that's cool. Be cool with it. <laughs> you lied to me. His wife cheated on him in that movie. Yeah, it was they still fucking. We, we need to have love. Love is the only thing. Wasn't it Zoe Deschanel? Yeah, I think so. Love. No, I think she was a side character. Was she the main character? She was his wife. Hmm. Well, either way. The movie looks trippy, though. Old? I was yeah. like, damn, that looks like the kind of movie that's going to freak cry. me out. In the trailer? Yeah, the daughter the daughter was fucking, like, five years old, and she was, like, fucking old now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's sad. It skipped all them years. Damn. It's like WandaVision. That's the only, <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing you have is that time, and then it's just taken away. Oh, as a kid? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's all you have is time. If someone takes your time, bro, that's just fucked. Yeah, I'm a bandit. You're a time bandit? You're yeah. abandoned? Hello, sir. You're a time bandit? You know what? Why, because of Sly Cooper? Speaking of Sly Cooper, Angel. What's up? What'd you tell us? What? About that character from Sly Cooper? Oh, yeah. Wait, hold up. Oh, hold, hold that thought. Oh, yeah, we'll we'll tell you, we'll tell you about that on the next part of this episode. And we're back. Oh, we are. Yeah, you guys enjoy that new one. Yeah, we just recorded the new podcast ad for Anchor app. It took it took a while. <laughs> I was like, long. I was like, one take Drake. <laughs> one take Drake, and then we spent like thirty minutes doing yeah. like a thirty second ad. <laughs> That's what I didn't want to do right now, but you know, I didn't want to say anything. I was just yeah. going with it. Well, like, I mean, like, what, what else are we gonna do it? I like the way it came out though. Small. Me too. The the little the laughing at the end really brought it together. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, man, the la- the second to last one where I fucked up, that one was sounding so golden. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Damn, <laughs> fuck. Angel's little add-on part that he yeah. did. Little. Yeah, but I just don't know how. I just don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> to start. To start. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> We have we have a lot of, of outtakes for that one, so maybe we'll post them somewhere. The Scooby Doo one's funny. <laughs> <laughs> like Scoob, 
<laughs> like Scoob. Like we should totally start a podcast. Rah, raggy, rah, rah. Hold up, I need to I need to roll some blunts. Yeah. <laughs> Man, too long. Yeah. That ass though, I, I feel like that that Scooby and Shaggy one should come back. Maybe we'll do it during fucking uh, Halloween or some shit. For what? This could be a Shaggy ad. <laughs> that we, we just play as them. What if we get like lawsuits on our hands? Fuck it. Oh, like, definitely not Scoob. Mm. We just. <laughs> so, Angel. What's up? You like Sly Cooper? Yeah. And what did you say? About, about one of the uh, specific girl characters, females? Well, I listen, dog. We're listening. We're we're one hundred percent ears open. Cause me and Gallo are into B stars. We like B stars. It's cool anime. Yeah. Anthropomorphic animals. I'm, Bro, anthropomorphic animals are almost always a hit. Bloody roar. What'd you say? <laughs> I said Carmelita Fox. Carmelita Fox. Yeah. What about Carmelita and Fox? You said she's like a, a Latina. Yeah, she's like a Latina. Sounds right. La, la, Latina. Latina. What does that mean? What does that mean? Kiss. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Why, you like her character design? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> what about the personality, though? No, she's sick. She's like, no, okay, like, I, it's not just, like, the fucking whole furry dynamic thing or, like, the Latina dy- dynamic. Well, I mean, her shape like a Latina helped a lot. Hopped a lot? Ha- oh, helped. now he's getting the fucking... <laughs> he wanted to hop. Alice, the yeah. rabbit. It helped a lot, but it was like, it was like, it was like a... Cops and rubber type thing. Like, what she, do you mean? She would catch Sly Cooper and then Sly Cooper would like slide out of it. Oh, like Batman and Catwoman? Yeah. yeah. And then oh. like coming to the Fox is like, oh man, he got away, but like. But I kind of wanted him to. Like, I just wanted to catch him again. Like, that's her kink. Yeah, so. Catching people. Catching I even had what? Lola Bunny? Lola Bunny. Yeah. She has that Lola Bunny before, like Space Jam 1 or 2 vibes. Who? Carmelita Fox? Yeah. I don't know what she looks like. Angel does though. Describe her. I just did. <laughs> I just did. Latina, yeah. but furry. <laughs> I mean, this is a curvy Latina, but, for, but as a fox. Speaking about females, we have more uh, female viewership. Woo! Yay. We have almost 10% of you guys are female. Right after the furry thing? Yeah, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> no, it was actually. Um, That's cool. I don't know if they're connected, but it was when we started doing like more of the uh, kissing each other and stuff like that, I, I like the Pride Month stuff. Us I, I, to you, us. Well, we, us to we each other. Yeah, us to each other. other. So. We're always kissing each other, but we never really did it on the podcast. Slurpy, slurp, slurp. <laughs> but then um, it's funny because our female viewership went up, but our our Mexican audience dwindled. No. Yeah. Even after Brent, they're all. Even after Brandon Moreno became champion, dude, that's that hurts. It's okay though. Because our hearts went out to Mexico during that. Oh, it's always in Mexico. Ancestors. That's your ancestors, bro. Oh yeah, you 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 on the. Um... I'm on the opposite side. Yeah. You're I'm right on, below us. I'm a watermelon, bro. Watermelon. Huh. <laughs> I have this friend. His favorite rapper is Future, right? Yeah. And he was telling me how Future dated Sierra, and I was like, no way. The street. Hey, that's in the, the past. The street. <laughs> and then uh. He was like, yeah, but then he started oh. messing with her hair. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I didn't get it. <laughs> he started because it's future and he dated her. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the past. So he said that uh, future started messing around with her hairstylist. I was like, her hairstylist, goddamn. He's like, yeah. Just a rando. I, yeah, and I was like, damn, she must have been fine. 
you know, to choose the hairstylist over the actual Sierra. And I, I don't know, but I think you told me that he had a kid with the hairstylist and that he named the kid Baby Future, so the kid's name is Future. And I was like, damn, bro, I didn't know there was future lore. <laughs> a future junior? <laughs> He's the future. <laughs> Just a little. Literally. Little future. Because <laughs> he's a present, yeah. but he's also in the present. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking deep. You're deep. No he was walls. deep in that spy, in that stylist. No walls. Sty- oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like the pen for the Nintendo DS. <laughs> yeah, he was deep in the stylist. <laughs> I was like, what are you are like, what do you mean he was deep in it? Hey, I mean, the stylist could be deep in you. The stylist <laughs> could be deep inside the DS, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, bro, has anyone made that shit? Like an edgy DS where you put the fucking stylus in and then the... You see the one with the car? It... <laughs> the cars? No, I was like, oh my God. People have too much time on their hands. Hey, dude, that's, I'm probably going to draw that. <laughs> the DS you, one? Yeah, no, you said... Oh, yeah. Because you, you, all, all you do is put the blushing effect on it when you put the the, the stylus in and that's it. <laughs> or you can have a face. A, 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 yeah, yeah, you can do a face, but I think it's like funny. Face the... I always think it's funnier when it's just the, it's the blushing effect on like an inanimate object. Yeah. Why do you like inanimate objects? Okay, uh, bro, you, I'm you pansexualized. Do you like pans? You should sexualize. <laughs> <laughs> used to sexualize angels once. <laughs> yeah, I do actually. Oh, like, yeah, the man. way I roll them, I'll be kissing them and shit. Oh, you said uh, Samson texts him in goodnight yeah. and shit? Yeah. Gives him goodnight kisses? Yeah, he gives him goodnight kisses. It takes forever with that shit? <laughs> yeah, using bedtime stories. <laughs> That's funny. He names all, all the little buds. Why are you making all these noises over here? <laughs> I have ADHD, dog. My kids have ADHD. They do. Yeah. All right. So we're watching this episode. It's on. It's Bluey. That's the name of the TV show. And it, essentially, it's like the. It's about these dogs, and how their family is, and it's like, it's heartwarming and stuff. And it teaches like family values and stuff. It's a kids show. So there's this one part where it, I don't think it was their family. It was probably like, maybe like cousins or something. I don't know. But mm-hmm. it wasn't like Bluey and them. It was this kid with uh, ADHD, like a dog. Every, everything, you know, anthropomorphic animals. <laughs> so um, it was this other dog who has ADHD. And then the mom, like, asked, like, oh, why like, why don't you focus on anything, blah, blah, blah. Or, like, why didn't you um, why didn't you do the thing? Like, basically kind of, like, why do you like this? But not, like, mean. And then he's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why I'm like that. I just, this is what, just what I did. And then I'm just like, that's what, that's what she does. And then... Um, he goes to school he goes to a different school because of how he was so mm-hmm. then at this different school the uh, there's this, this marine kid because like the, mo- the, dad, the dad's in the army or something and uh, he had like this Austrian Australian accent not Austrian Australian <laughs> and then um, they play they play army together and then while they're playing army together he's like oh I definitely won't remember like these like locations because that's like the locations where they're gonna imaginarily escape if they need a helicopter and then he ends up remembering them because it's like he learned it through action and like in a fun way and stuff like that and then uh yeah it was just kind of like a heartwarming episode at the end i just watched toy story yeah for the first time in years it was tight it's pretty good <laughs> the <laughs> whole it's it's four of them now no yeah 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 yeah, all four. <clears throat> Woody and Buzz both have ego deaths. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, no, before before um, I derail you even more. I, yeah, you look like Crucito right now. Hey, fool, what's up? <laughs> no, but um, I recently watched Total Recall. 
Oh, I want to watch that. Because it popped up on yeah Netflix, and I forget. I've been wanting to watch it for like so long, but I keep looking at it. I'm just like, no, bro, that's a dope ass movie. Because I know you're one of the Colin Farrell one. The Arnold Schwarzenegger. What the hell? The fuck is your yeah. problem? <laughs> I'm mad at you. <laughs> Why? I'm just kidding. You're on patrol. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a little mad because the old Total Recall, this is gangster. Yeah? Yeah, like it's so brutal. But um, yeah, it uh, talks about ego death too and all, all the little sayings about like uh, memory and mind and stuff, like the tropes in there. Mm-hmm. I feel like they hit hard. I remember with uh, Robocop, right? I would watch original Robocop as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then I even rewatched it as a teenager, and I was like, oh, this is tight. And then when the new RoboCop came out, I was like, oh, they're both kind of cool because the new one's kind of like, in the old one, RoboCop just ditches his family. Like, well, he doesn't, like, they, he dies, so the family dips, and then, like, he doesn't have that connection towards his family. But the new one is about him being a RoboCop and stuff in that connection with his family and the hardships within it. So because of that, I was like, Okay, this movie's not bad. It's just like a different yeah. outlook on what Robocop would be. Mm-hmm. I still feel like they should kill that family. <laughs> so I don't know. But I haven't seen the old... i never seen Total Recall before, so I'd be down to watch it. Yeah, we should just fucking binge watch the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Yeah, because... Yeah, because uh, high-key Arnold Schwarzenegger movies... They're, they're dope. Like, yeah, the, uh, I remember them following... Like, one of my favorite ones that he's in is The Last Action Hero. I never yeah, seen it, but I know I it's about him. Yeah. Like it's like a parody of himself, basically. But, yeah, mm-hmm. because like it's about this boy who likes action movies or likes movies. Yeah. And so he like goes to the theater. And the guy who sells the tickets, he like knows the boy, so he lets him in for free and stuff. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. the, um, when no one's uh, in the theater, and so the boy's watching like uh, the latest action movie of this the, the movie star, which is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. But um, he's watching the latest movie. And he's eating popcorn and stuff, and he wants to be in the movie. And then he gets like teleported into the movie. And um, and so he he becomes in the world with the mo- with the movie, yeah. and so he's in on the Schwarzenegger's world where it's just everything's just a big ass action movie. That's tight. And it's over exaggerating and stuff because it's just this is a um, like you said it's like a spoof on those action movies kind of. I like uh, Terminator Two Judgment Day. Mm. It's my favorite. Yeah, that one's sick. It's one of the best yeah, ones ever made. Um, the game. Yeah. Yeah, the PS2 game. And then I like ter- uh, Jingle All the Way. Oh yeah, that one's, a, that one's a classic. I used too. to make you laugh all the time because yeah. I would say. Uh, I'm double man. Anakin Skywalker's in that movie. Hayden oh. Christensen? How? No, the other one. Jake, oh, yeah. Jake, T. Jake o- Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. I was about yeah. to say Jake T. Austin. Oh, yeah. Um, Buzz and, and Woody have ego deaths. Woody has his. He's like, as he's learning. His is slow. It's like a slow burn because he's, yeah. le- he's learning to. Because he feels like he's right the whole time. Yeah, he feels like he's right, and he the wants to get time. Buzz out the way. And then it's around the time where Sid burns the the magnifying glass mm-hmm. light into his forehead around his perineal nerve. Mm-hmm. And a, a were you watching like a YouTube video a or something? Pa- perineal gland. No, I, I made this up on my own. Oh, okay. And um, well, it's because last time I actually I accidentally said uh, penile nerve, which is your fucking penis. Yeah, your penis. Yeah. (laughs) So if you caught that, I mean, you could go ahead and laugh at me. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to get the word right, kind of. I probably still fucked it up because I didn't do research. No, I think I looked it up. I think it said. I think Angel said it right. Yeah, pineal gland. Oh yeah, there you go, pineal gland. Yeah. So he he burns the sunlight directly into Woody's pineal gland, Mm. and like directly after this scene is when he starts like. He's already kind of learning, but then he's openly showing that he's already, like, dropped his ego. He even tells Buzz after that. He's like, yo, you could, uh... Well, he's, he, sa- he tries saving Buzz, and then later on, he's all like, 
you're Andy's favorite toy now. Like, as long as you get out of here, that's all that matters. And then Buzz's ego death is like, it's kind of more of like a rush. It's not slow burn because he he walks in. And people, I remember like people saying that Sid's dad is an alcoholic. But when Buzz walks into his room, he just has soda cans on the floor. Yeah, They're and not he's just cans. watching TV. He's just watching TV. Like, I he probably like came home from work. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> they're reaching. Yeah. yeah <laughs> if anything, this was probably a truck driver and doesn't see Sid that much. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, so that's why Sid acts out. This doesn't have to be that. He's an alcoholic. He's a You know? Yeah. Like, I was like, I've always want to reach to like the the highest fucking point. Sid has those same soda cans. Like, I think even as a kid, I didn't think he was an alcoholic or anything. I Me just neither. Think, I, I didn't just even, think he was knocked out. Well, I didn't even know it was his dad. Yeah, I, was, I didn't even know. I was like, who? Oh, it could have been like an older brother. Yeah, I thought it was like, like a random uncle, person. Like he thought it was a random in his house yeah. just sleeping. No, not, no, not like, like necessarily yeah. like a random random. I just didn't think it was the dad at all. But that's what was tripping to me. Well, it's because when I grew up, I grew up in like other people's houses and shit. Yeah. So I kind of just felt get their opinions and shit yeah because like when i was five i lived in this uh me and my mom rented out a room in this lady's house right and there was another room that was being rented rented out by this other guy named tom and um from myspace nah and they would tell me oh don't go in his room that's tom's room and then went i always like would come up in my imagination with like what his room had because he was really into movies i thought he had like his own big ass movie theater inside his fucking room and I was like, oh, I'll try and go in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all logged, double, double padded logs yeah. and shit. He's like, a pretty interesting oh, guy, though. like Ed, uh, Ed's brother in Ed and Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had, like, a pickup truck, and he had he always drank Red Bull. So Eddie, he, Eddie's brother. Sorry. My, um, <laughs> the lady that we rented the house, the room out from, she had a son, and I was, like, really close friends with him, and we would hang out a lot because we lived in the same house. And so, like, we would go to, uh, the guy's Tom's pickup truck, and we would peek into his like the the back, the banicue, whatever you call it. I don't know what I'm saying. Balcony? <laughs> nah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we peek into his truck, and we would see his Red Bull cans, right? So we'd be like, "Damn, this motherfucker has wings. <laughs> this fool knows how to fly." Red Bull got sued for that too. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's fucking false advertising type shit. Yeah, the homie got like four bucks. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. I remember when he told us that. In yeah, a check. What's he called? Uh, from Lego store, they they didn't um, pay us for getting our own clothes, mm-hmm. and apparently you're supposed to pay if you have a uniform for the employees' outfits. Oh. Yeah, and then they got sued, and I got 14 bucks. Nice, nice, nice. nice. But my pants and uh, shirt cost like 40, so oh, not, not nice. so nice. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's why I thought it was uh, it wasn't someone related to Sid because you hear the mom's voice. And you see the, the little sister, but then you never, this person, you never saw him. So I kind of just thought it was just like someone who was renting out the room or something. Yeah. That's how I saw it when I was a kid. Oh, I get you. Yeah. But, like uh, maybe if he woke up at one point saying like, Sid, clean up these damn toys. Yeah. Then yeah, I'd yeah. be like, oh, okay. This is dad. This is dad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't. And then, uh, but yeah, even as a kid, that was one of my favorite parts because it's like so surreal. He's, he sees the commercial for it. Mm-hmm. Buzz Lightyear. It's all dark and yeah. the only light is the TV in his face. Yeah, it's in his stuff. face and he's seeing everything. And he's all down bad and shit. Yeah, oh, I love the song too. And then he jumped, he, then when he tries to jump out the window and he yeah. lands and breaks his arm, that's his Randy ego Newman. death. That, uh, he realizes the, the commercial plus him falling is him 
coming to terms with the fact that he's not actually Buzz Lightyear. Self-deception. That's what Sam, that's what Samson was talking about the other day. Mm. You think those? It's called the self-deception that he was actually Buzz Lightyear mm. and that great. Oh yeah, and yeah. That, oh, yeah, he's projecting. Yeah. What if the toy Buzz Lightyears in that commercial? What if they all experience the eagle death at the same time? Too? No. Like during the during the filming, they're like, they're just like, <laughs> like, what do you mean? We're just toys. <laughs> yeah, that, that means it's even like a deeper, deeper thing. Was like some some Buzz Lightyear is already awake to that thing, and yeah. like some Buzz Lightyear, but Buzz is um, asleep to it. Yeah, in Toy Story too, they go over that. Oh yeah. Yeah, Buzz fine. He buzzes in the toy aisle. Oh yeah, yeah. The one with the belt. Yeah. Oh. There's like a new one, and, he, and then Buzz is like, oh, oh I yeah. want that belt. <laughs> so one thing I've noticed. That's funny. Because I, I, I hadn't seen Toy Story 1 in, like, years, man. Yeah. Fucking years. But as I was growing up as, like, a teenager and shit, I could... I, I think I saw 2 and 3. I, I saw 3 in theaters. And, like, I recognize that each one has a, a Star Wars... Reference. Reference, yeah. Each one has a Star Wars reference. And I remember 2 and 3s, but I forgot uh, 1. Mm-hmm. But now that I watch it, I, I was the like, big, oh, okay, there the it is. One? Yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah, so pretty much Toy Story... One, two, and three all reference Star Wars, and they all reference their reciprocating Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So, Toy Story one re- does a New Hope, and Toy Story two does Empire Strikes Back, and so on, right? And so, here, here they are. I, I wrote them down. So, <laughs> in Toy Story one, where Sid's questioning, what are you saying? Tell me. Uh, he's like, tell me where your rebel friends are are hiding. And it's mirroring Darth Vader with Leia. Mm-hmm. And then in number two. It's when Zerg and Buzz Lightyear are fighting on the elevator, and Zerg's like, I am, no, I am your father. No! <laughs> yeah. And then mm. number three, it's when uh, the baby, I think it was the baby doll, he- it picks up Lotso hug- hugging oh, yeah. kiss and throws him. Because mm. he's, he's trying to yeah. yeah, just like Darth Vader picks up. Redemption. Yeah. And oh, each God, one of those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Each one of those is parodying doll. a Darth Vader scene, too. That's crazy. Darth Vader's throw in uh, Soul Calibur is that. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. yeah? That's tight. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, let's play those. Oh, and then uh, another thing I learned, too, is that um, Toy Story has two connections to Stanley Kubrick. So the carpet in Sid's house mm-hmm. is the same as from The Shining. I didn't know that shit. No? I was like, damn. I think that's, like, one of the most common ones that, yeah. like, people catch. That's like, when, when fighting Easter eggs. Yeah. And then um, the actor Arlie Ermey, who plays Hartman in Full Metal Jacket, is the voice actor for the main toy soldier. The, the little That's green so toy soldier. You know what? Toy Story actually uh, made me uh, like toy soldiers a lot. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Because I don't really care about them. Until They're that. just fucking toy soldiers. Yeah. They're like the most generic thing you can find at a dollar store. Arlie uh, Harmony, he's fucking dope too. Like, he plays... I've I seen Full... With, I might play with, um, with toy soldiers again. Harley oh yeah, Ernie. bro. Get some, get some good ones though. I remember like, you bought some a couple years ago at Walgreens. Man, I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go on. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Arlie Ermy is fucking dope though, cause like I've seen Full Metal Jacket and like that movie's a trip. And then like, t- I've been watching like a bunch of videos about The Shining and Full Metal Jacket, and I learned that the actor Arlie Ermy, he used to be an actual military, right? It's a trippy story, so if you want to look into it, go ahead. But, like, pretty much his characters are a real douchebag, kind of. Like, he's really tough, and he's hard on his recruits and shit. But um, the actor was, like, super, super nice. And afterwards, he wanted to do, like, a lot of comedy and stuff. So he uh, he did just that. And, you know, he did Toy Story. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Like, there's this commercial where he's all, like, he has, like, a bunch of kids lined up. And he's, like, being, like, a... Army sergeant and shit, mm-hmm. 
And they're like, Grandpa, uh, the grill's burning. He's like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, that iconic army voice, that's him. That's, that's cool. Yeah. The other iconic army voice is that one guy who is in that movie that I've never seen, but he's always, like, yelling and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Which one? Fuck. He's, like, a generic fucking, um, the, the people who, like, train you and shit. Fuck, I even forgot what you said. I'm just gonna cut this part out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Since we're talking about ego, this and stuff. There was this one post I saw on Instagram mm-hmm. that kind of pissed me off. Why? It, it was a, it's a post about um, I guess emotional energy and stuff. Mm. And then it, it was like saying um, like like it's like it's a Twitter post, right? You know, one of those ones was like a Twitter post, but it's like screen screenshotted on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like saying um. A friendship where you ask if you have the emotional energy to talk about uh, your problems or consult your problems or concerns, and, and then like it, there's a period and it goes like it's so healthy and it's like it's like a lo- bunch of like um, you have it right there yeah let me see it oh and I don't have the post oh. but it, um, I wrote down what it said and it has like a oh, bunch of read like, it yeah 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 um a meme how a friendship where they ask you if you have the emotional energy to talk about their problems concerns so healthy. Yeah, that, that that's what it says. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's it's crazy. Well, that's that's like, literally what I did earlier. No. I was talking about Adeline. Yeah, well, well that, that's the thing. Is like, um, if you're friends and stuff, like, of course, um, you might have your own baggage, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. If, if you're willing to help, uh, if um, I'm I think that just makes it like it, it's like makes th- it a little bit different. selfish, you know? Like, 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 um, yeah, like, like me saying, like, oh, Ivan, oh, I need to talk to you real quick, and you saying, oh, I can't right now because. You know, it's something else. And it's like, it's like. I think I think that's the difference between like friendships. Like, they're the best friends are the ones that you could yeah. share your secrets with, and they could share yours. And it doesn't your matter ter- your inner turmoil. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't matter the time, because yeah. you know, mm-hmm. time. You, like, you don't have fucking time to. Oh, you don't. You're not ready for me to talk about that. Yeah. You're not ready to talk and, to me about this death or something. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's what gets me. Like saying concerns and stuff like concerns about what like mm-hmm. if, if it's concerned about me and you it's like oh I can't deal with that right now because I'm not in that space that emotional space right now yeah. you get me it's like it's kind of like standoffish and it's like how are you really helping friends like that or just it is yeah you get me mm-hmm. it, it just makes me feel like oh my feelings matter more than yours so right now I can't deal with it and, you know what I've heard too like uh and I mean there's times where it's like yeah I, I can't really can't handle this much but it's like you have to be real down bad or let a lot of things get down Get you down get to you. Yeah. Or you can even just explain the fact of like I don't know how to solve your problem. Yeah, like like oh you know like you can vent to me but like, like yeah you yeah. can vent to me but like I, I have my own problems right now you know but doesn't but not like totally, I even just like, that. like imagine you going up to someone like hey let me express my feelings and you but and then them rejecting you just because you want to express your feelings mm-hmm. like it's just weird. And they're me. your homie. <laughs> yeah, and, and then and then it's posted posted on the um. Posted on social media and I look on the comments like yes this yes queen yes what this so that's exactly. saying that post is trying to say like oh if someone's tr- if your friend is trying to do tell their problems to you you can say I'm not basically that's, the, for that's it. basically what I got from it is like is like um this what is oh, like, emotional yeah, space yeah we all going through stuff like yeah like what is emotional space what is emotional energy you know like one thing that I heard was 
you know how they have those new posts where they're like, oh, fuck, how's it going? Make, let's, mm. let's normalize mm. having, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah no, a lot of those Let's posts. normalize this. Yeah. Yeah, and, then, and there's one that's like, oh, if you don't feel like talking to that person, uh, don't talk to them. One, this friend I knew would get really mad at those. She'd be like, oh, uh, that's fucked up because people are really going through shit. And then yeah, before you know it, it's going to be too late. She has a point, right? But at the same time, there was a time where, like, um, it was 2019. I was trying to I was trying to work art. Wor- uh, work art. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying work to get art, art, artsy yeah. and shit, you know, man. I was doing my thing. No, but I was trying to work out really, like, hardcore, right? Mm-hmm. And I even told myself, like, if I lose friends, I lose friends. Like, this matters a lot to me. And, like, there was times where, like, I was really trying to like stay focused on it and a lot of things are going through my brain and like people are hitting me up and I'm just like fuck like this person's like oh you need to do this you need to come with me to this thing and then this person's like oh let's hang out and I'm like oh I can't man I'm sorry and I tell the other guy oh I'm sorry I don't I can't do it no bro you said you're gonna go oh so I'm like fuck and it's like, Is that one of those days? yeah I'm like damn like I couldn't even focus on the workout I'm so stressed out by everything you know and it's like the thing he was trying to get me to do was I had to work that day and then like he was like no uh, get that day off and you know in the end of the, at the end of the day I'm glad I, I didn't go to work and I'm dad I, I'm glad I'm dad I'm glad I did go to that thing you are daddy <laughs> I, got, I got man it was stupid too because I got write ups and shit for that and I'm like when do I ever call off I never call off or I never like do a no call no show I mean I, I did call off though and it's like I never do that and I still got in trouble for it whereas other people get away with shit but anyways it's not, it's not either here nor there, but the point of it is, though, is that, like, sometimes it's like when you're doing the most, people are hitting you up, and then when you're not doing shit, no one's hitting you up. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I can get that, too. Yeah, but, like, I was trying to be on my shit, and then, like, um, just it was just, like, juggling a bunch of shit at once, and it was, it was kind of hard. Maybe it was just because it was the beginning of you trying to do your shit, so you couldn't get a proper uh, flow. Through the, like time yeah. management and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then that was like the, the one time it was really, really like bad. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know about all that. Like, because uh, even if you're in down space, you're not going to talk to anyone and say like, oh, yeah. um, I'm not saying like absolutely, but it's like if you're in down space, you're going to let people know even, uh, not before a conversation of someone else's feelings. It's going to be when you're feeling down bad, you know? Another thing is that you don't want to be around negative people all the time either, though. Yeah. Because like, it's one thing to talk about your problems, but. If that person just yeah, keeps yeah, having those problems yeah. and just dwells on them all the time, it's like you're putting me in a bad situation now. Cause now I'm. It's like remember when we went when we we're all hanging out and we we're drinking, and then um. It was 2013 and like. Oh. Yeah, and I had a girlfriend, and I was at this Yu-Gi-Oh tournament and I lost and um. I feel like I got screwed over, but yeah, so I lost and then, even though I lost, I wasn't sad. Like, I went, started hanging out with you in our group, and, I, and like, I was fucking having a good-ass time. I was getting drunk and shit, and I, was, I wasn't I was even sad about losing or anything mm-hmm. like that. And then um, our friend got kicked out of his place, and his roommate was fighting him outside, and then we ran around. I, I talked about on the podcast mm-hmm. before this story, and, you know, we punched mailboxes and did yeah. a bunch of crazy shit. But um, he was, our friend was crying, and you were consoling him, consulting him, and then, like, his crying started making made me cry because me and him had similar similar lives kind of, and so like it got to the point where we're all fucking crying in the trees and shit like mm-hmm. next to the trees in the dark, mm-hmm. trying to get home and shit. Yeah, like it's just one thing one person's negative 
or they're always down on their on, their, on themselves you kind of don't want to be a so they're still your friend at the end of the day right but mm. it's like are you really gonna want to be around them all the time because energies really reflect off each other yeah so if 100%. you're around someone who's sad you're gonna be sad and if you're around people who are up you're gonna be up you're yeah. like yeah you're like gonna it. be striving for more yeah yeah like when we went to hernandez's house having like those two creatives in like one house mm-hmm. like you can feel the energy going in there yeah mm-hmm. like you're just like like i want to i'm like i, I want to do something now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a Definitely. plan out for a painting by the way if you guys are listening hernandez and uh I know her name is Lauren, but it just felt weird because like it's like I'm, I like using his last name, so I wanted I wanted to use her last name, Cookenberger, or Cookenberg. Yeah, but the but the, the Instagram messes me up, and then the name messes me up, and I'm like, what do I call him, Bo? <laughs> Hernandez and Co. Nah. <laughs> no, but anyway, yeah. So I wanted to make a painting for Lauren, and then I wanted her to paint over it, and we have a collab piece. So just letting so you guys done. know. I have like a a Lauren X Fools podcast piece. <laughs> I think I might have you pay me another Yu-Gi-Oh painting. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to get back into painting again. And then, um, yeah, just because of that visit, I was like, man, painting is cool. Angel said mm-hmm. something about he had an idea too for a painting for me, right? Oh yeah, I wanted to come because you, you know I was uh, I was saying that um, in middle school people used to call me Furby because I was chunky and had big ears and I had a mohawk. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted. Um, you know that dream episode of Spongebob was Gary and but he's like has a full body yeah and I know just the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah I want that like robe and stuff and like yeah. the book kind he's of, like, like oh what are you doing in my head Spongebob? yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's in the library and shit. yeah <laughs> I, I, I kind of want that kind of feel uh, but like kind of like in a dreamscape uh type but instead of like a um instead of a, the, the Gary snail it's gonna be like a Furby head that's funny. And, but it's going to be my head, but yeah. on top of it, it's going to be like a, the furry face. Like furry <laughs> what are you doing for me? <laughs> there's this interviewer named, or there's just like the sports news guy named Ariel Hawani. And um, he was interviewing Nate Diaz, right? But since it's COVID season, like... <laughs> COVID season? Yeah, they're FaceTiming. Man, I love COVID season. <laughs> they're FaceTiming, right? And then like uh, Ariel Hawani has like a bookshelf behind him with a bunch of books, obviously. And then Nate Diaz is, is all laughing. He's like, "Hey, man, you have a, you have a library in your house? That's funny." And he's like, oh, "It's a study, yeah." <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> he's like, "You read, man? man. Yeah, you read, man. Yeah, nah, you read, nah, man. Keep that shit up, nah." <laughs> yeah. yeah, and um, one thing that uh, there's a like a post that a friend of ours posted the other day on a story, and I felt it. It was like it was about relationships, and I wanted to repost it too, but I, I kind of. My Instagram is really like, I post like a bunch of memes, like other people memes that other people post, or I post mm-hmm. my my memes that I make and shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I just don't want to be one of those people that post like the what you trying to say the sad shit, not oh. the sad shit all the time. Like, oh, this fool's so sad. This fool, because I, I hear, post sad shit all the time. You hear people? It's not too sad. <laughs> yeah, it's not too sad. Yeah, nah, he, it's this more psychological life. stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, but I've hanged around with a lot of people and like. They talk shit on people who, who are always posting sad shit. Mm-hmm. Me, when I would post Oh, that, yeah, when you see the other perspectives of other people and then you use that, like, in your head, like, oh, man, if I say this, those people are definitely going to say this. Yeah. I think about that all the time. Also, I was like, if you want to post it, fuck it, post it. Fuck yeah, it. fucking post it. Yeah, fuck one thing I used to do... That's, that's why I think about my, my, my little uh, basic bitch uh, uh, daily guru post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just said, fuck it. <laughs> one thing I noticed with my post is yeah, that, like... You know, Angel posts, like, fucking basic ass bitch. Yeah. Huh? No, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, Angel's here. <laughs> A lot of my posts that I do put up there, they're, like... 
there's like super intricate like that's all my like my posts used to be on facebook and shit too like mm. the all oh, like you're trying to create a a look kind of like a story mm. like i say something that's completely random right to the random person looking at it right but there's there's actually a bunch of callbacks and all these little intricate details into what i'm saying and it's definitely like that for my instagram post too like what I post, the kind of song I put on it, or whatever's in. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's how I do it too. Yeah. Yeah, like similarly, yeah. Um, like my music correlates to what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling right there, and then plus the picture. Mm-hmm. So like, you get that full thing. Yeah. But it's just funny to me because I just know some people just. just yeah, yeah they just pass by. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, it's just funny to me. So I, yeah, at the end of the day, but, it's like who cares what you post? Like yeah. people aren't really paying attention. But I see mm-hmm. actually people. Um, some people actually uh, pay attention to the logic, like the spiritual ones I post and shit. Mm-hmm. Cause I see that it's a lot of the, the, the same follow, like my friends, the followers. Yeah. Uh, same follow the same stuff I follow now. I did this funny one where like I did that thing with my mom, where you you, you feel like you have a picture of, and it looks like you're Facetiming, and you go up to your like oh, parent yeah. or something like, yeah. hey, hey, I did that with six nine. A picture of six nine like uh, yeah, last year. That. That shit was funny. Yeah, I had it on my Snapchat only, right? And then so it was Mother's Day, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, it, I'll post this on my Instagram. And so I did, and everyone was fucking laughing about it, like a shit ton of people. And then my own family saw it too. And so like I was at uh, my sister's baby shower, and then all my uncles and tias and shit that were there were like, "Oh, Ivan, that was so funny when you did this." Yeah. Thing. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I did that." Huh? <laughs> I forgot about it. Now, but yeah, so this guy posted this thing that said, "It's sad how you come to this point where like you've been in these relationships, right? Mm. And then you you can tell what works and what doesn't work." And now you basically become so low maintenance that you feel like that's your best quality. That like you're so low maintenance that your best quality is you're you're not you don't do enough to bug that person. And I was like, ugh, that's pretty much what I've been going through, like big time. I'm like, damn. Deconstruct. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. And then I don't know. There's times where it's like I'm myself and I'm, and that's what attracts people. But. I guess myself, me of myself is just too much sometimes, and it just doesn't work out. No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand. So, like, you feel like you're faking yourself to other people? Nah, but it's just like, I don't want to talk about it on the podcast no more. Oh, <laughs> That's okay. something I, I'd rather talk off off. Yeah, we'll talk about it after the podcast. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I was getting kind of lost. I'm like, because um, I, know, I know you don't act that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, like I, I act know, myself yeah, all, yeah, you all act the time. Yeah, so I don't know. I was just getting kind of confused. What we would talk about later. Yeah, it's just like inner. I, I guess it's just like my inner voice because I am always myself, and then it's just my inner voice in the back of my head, being like, "What the fuck was that?" Oh, bro. Talk to you about your inner voice and then, uh, after. Yeah. And then I want to see. I want to see what your inner voice is like. Probably. Were you gonna say something right now? Um, I have something that um similar to his post. Oh yeah, because I was gonna I was gonna say like speaking about inner voices that oh. talk bad about the person. But oh, that that post reminded me of what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like it's kind of similar, like to the bare no, minimum, uh, and like not if you think your best quality is not dealing, like not bugging that person, which is it's like mirrorism. Yeah. It's like this, this person, this thing is like relationship wise, but that person from the friend one. No, okay, I get Feel you. Me? Yeah, yeah, I get you. It's like the same person. But is it, is this um, different relationships? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just weird because when most people go into relationships, the only thing about themselves, and I always tell people, they like, do. I always tell people like be selfish and stuff. But that's only if you're alone. Like once you with someone, you have to adopt that responsibility that you yeah. have to look after them. And like, you can't just uh, uh, go on. No, keep going. 
or like you can, like look after them you make them grow like you you, you, the, the you grow together growth is hard too yeah exactly like that's why you have to find someone that wants to grow with you you can't just have um, you wanting to grow and have someone that's gonna hold you down you know um, it's like that it, succulent it, plant I bought the other day yeah it's it's not just a succulent and it's not just a plant yeah, it's so both you have to, and they have to be cohesive together yeah, to grow yeah, that's true. If, if one takes up too much water they both die that's actually a good analogy. It's like a garden. Is, you have yeah. to tend to it and stuff. And if one day you don't tend to it, it's going to turn orange. And if you don't tend to it, when it turns orange, it's just going to die. Gardens, just like in Beastars, where she's a florist. We're bringing <laughs> it back, guys. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... We talked about Beastars in the first episode, was, huh? um, I don't know. I just know we talked about it earlier. Yeah, yeah we always the metaphors are big and that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah especially, especially like that, but... Pretty much in a relationship... Oh, sorry. In a relationship, it's two people, right? They all have their both. They both have. It's like big compromise. That's what it is. Yeah. It's a big compromise. You grew up one way. The other, your partner grew up a different way. You have to like come and see eye to eye. Yeah. And you have to accept those flaws in each other, yeah, but also be willing to develop those flaws into truths and, and be able to recognize each thing and be okay with it. You know. Yeah. And it's just like it's a lot of growth. Yeah. It sounds like you're saying a lot, but that's because that's what it is. Relationships are a lot. Yeah, it's, yeah. A lot. <laughs> it's, it's also like the, it's also about the, back to the expectation thing. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you live up to those expectations. And you, it's not yourself anymore. Like what Thano said, because re- reality, no reality is often disappointing. disappointing. So yeah. one bad flaw that everyone has is that they see a person they like and they think, Oh, it's gonna be like this. I'm gonna date them, and they're gonna be like yeah. this, and they're and gonna then be so you cool. Create this fake person. You, yeah, you create yeah. this fake person and in your you head. Attach yourself to that fake person. Yeah, in your head. and as you're dating him, you find it, you come to find out, like, oh, they're not like that. Was it attachments, expectations, projection, projection? Yeah, yeah, all that shit all mixes in. There was another post I saw that was similar to the post you saw right now. Yeah, yeah. but your your first mm-hmm. one though, oh. your first one saying how like, <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like oh, if you don't have enough energy. To deal yeah. with that person's problems, and you shouldn't have to deal with that person's problems. And then mine saying is though the one I saw was saying like, oh, if it's, it's that's why people, that's why it's real meant to work when you go into a relationship. Yeah, that's why people like there's there's so many things talking about love and shit like that. Yeah, we're part of the park again, guys. Different park. Most of y'all in Fontana know this park, Bill Martin Park, but the nickname is Miller Park because it's on Miller. But there's actually an actual Miller Park, but you know. I call it Bill Martin. I always call it Bill Martin. I, call I don't it think Bill I've Martin. ever called it. Well, it's something else. Back when I was in middle school, everyone called this shit Miller Park. Yeah. Hey, man, where you going? Miller Park. Oh, okay. But yeah, I guess people call it Bill Martin now. Yeah, now they do, yeah. I never called it it before. <laughs> I always said it this way. Well, it was nice talking to you, peoples. Wait, hold up. What? So when you were saying that that inner voice in your mind was being a dick to you, basically... That reminds me of Jujutsu Kaisen, which I just finished. You finished it? I finished Jujutsu Kaisen. It only has one season? Yeah, for right now. I think the second season is going to be up. The succulent season? The succulent season. Nah, but it was it was good. You know how I know it's good? Because I had a tuning exam season. Oh, sick. That's what it is. That's what the first season basically is. <laughs> and it shows off all the characters and stuff. It was real cool. <laughs> <laughs> but watch, they're going to have a time skip, and they're only going to focus on like the three main characters. No! <laughs> don't Shippuden me. <laughs> the more I think about Shippuden, there are certain aspects where I don't, I actually don't like it. Yeah, but then there's other aspects where it's like, like all right, <laughs> all right, that's cool. Because one, oh man, when Sakura tells Naruto that she loves him, 
That was really like. And Naruto passes out. I'm like, what are you doing, Naruto? Anyone else? I realized that bugged me too. Well, I mean, didn't Naruto get his ass, like ass kicked like right before that? Maybe. But anyways, hmm. when Naruto, okay, so in the beginning of Naruto Shippuden, right? He goes ape shit over Gara dying, mm-hmm. and he's all like, also spoilers, because <laughs> I, I know mean, there's a lot. You haven't watched Naruto. What are you doing? Yeah, well, <laughs> there's a lot of new kid like kids growing up that didn't grow up with that shit so now they're barely watching it oh i get you yeah so um yeah don't listen to what i'm saying but anyways gara dies right and then naruto goes ape shit over his death like oh blah blah blah. i went through all these i left for three years and nothing's changed i'm still weak blah 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 blah, blah. and then like granny chio sacrifices herself brings him back to life and then you, naruto and gara should be like best old buddies now right mm-hmm. So then fast forward to that same arc that's going on where Sakura tells him that he, she loves him and Gara's trying to give Naruto some advice and Gara's like an upstanding citizen now and like yeah. he really know, he really knows the psyche of Naruto like he's, yeah. a, he's they, the president that we deserve. Not only that, he knows the psyche of people. Because, yeah, like, people in general. Because if you get deep into it, like he's, he has he has so much hate already and, stuff, yeah. and he already mm-hmm. has all those thoughts. And so, like, once he gets, once, once he, like, does that 180, where he gets better and shit, mm-hmm. he, he can understand people more. Because, yeah. like, now he's more, well, how you say it, like, I guess empathic, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, he's more empathic. And, yeah, I'm he's... Sorry, I said that wrong. He's he's the president that we need, not the president that we deserve. Uh, <laughs> and, and he tells, he tells Naruto some, some facts. And then Naruto, like, kind of... He basically tells Naruto that he's Naruto's friend. Yeah. And Naruto's he's like, of, I'm your friend, too. Like, yeah, and Naruto's kind of just like, fuck off. And that pisses me off. <laughs> Made like a tree, fuck off. <laughs> it fucking pisses me off, because I'm like, Naruto, you were literally crying because you couldn't save him, and now you want to treat him like shit. And it's like, Naruto treats the people who are really there for him. Sasuke dipped. Sasuke deadass dipped on him. <laughs> He's like, and, Let me save you. Yeah, and then like Naruto's like, oh, you're... But like, bro, what about it's, Shikamaru? It, it, what about Gara? Because Nar- Naruto's projecting onto Sasuke. He's seeing himself in Sasuke, and that's what's Ooh, making him do this. That's, that's the that's deep. the reason. Ooh, that's deep. That's kind of deep. So that's why, because Naruto like sees him as a brother. He sees him as his other half. So if he could easily go to the dark side, he, he can, can too. And Naruto can too. Ooh, that's deep. So like if that. He, if he can't save Sasuke, <laughs> he can't um, save himself. Save himself. So, oh, he, so it doesn't matter who, how many people he saves because he saves a bunch of people. It, it matters about the, per, the person that he is. Damn, bro, you make me love Shippuden. I'm yeah. a guy. <laughs> I fucking that's, love Naruto. That's man. what it is. That's bro. beautiful, Galo. Thank you, because yeah. like I was like, uh, I was getting mad. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. I love. I say Naruto's my favorite anime, but like, man, it's kind of disappointing in these aspects. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting. I'm, I'm on episode 49 of One Piece. That shit's great. Like yeah. I never. This is adventure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I started watching. I watched a little bit when I was a kid, and I thought it was. I thought it was whack. I thought it was whack as fuck. And then I started reading some of it in the Shonen Jump magazine panels, and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." And it turns out, I know why now because when they dub, when they first dubbed it, it was a four kids dub, and four kids just does not treat anime right unless it's Yu Gi Oh or Pokemon. Technically, kind of not true. No, no, yeah. And, <laughs> but like, it's kids. yeah, we're just kids, and like, it's cool. But like, One Piece, they totally trashed it, over it. It's another one of those things where it's like, there's a bad situation, but good came out of it. It was a bad situation with four kids because of fucking what they did. Yeah. But it was good because it makes us like 
get like a bridge series and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> guy go, guy go, dreaming. Don't give it up, Luffy, dreaming. Yeah. So, like, don't give it up, Nami, dreaming. Don't give it up, Usopp, dreaming. <laughs> don't give it up, Zoro, dreaming. Don't give it up, Sanji, dreaming. <laughs> don't give it up, Chopper, dreaming. Don't give it up, Robin, dreaming. Don't give it up, Frankie, dreaming. Don't give it up, Brugs, dreaming. Don't give it up, Sapo, dreaming. But anyways, um. Don't give it up, Blackbeard. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so that's I've, why... I've, like, been secretly watching one piece that y'all don't know. Like... <laughs> <laughs> that's so... crazy. Don't even know to, like, they're all based off the real pirates and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. But, yeah, so one piece didn't make... Didn't really get... Catch a good fan base in America because their first dub was trash, and by the time the good and dub... also the animation looks really well. It's really bad, yeah. Bad, be- yeah. Because, like, you, you just compare it to the other ones. Like, fucking, imagine watching Rioni Kenshin and shit, and then huh. you're like, or Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> and you're like, all right, so next up is One Piece. What? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, the manga is, like, really badass looking, though. And then, it still has that cartoony style, but the anime just goes full cartoony, pretty much. And then, um, yeah, by the time the good dub came out, all the fan base is older now, and they don't have the nostalgia for it. Except for people like Angel and Enrique, R.I.P., and like other people that love One Piece, like Eric too. Oh, yeah. So it has it has like its diehards, and then it has the people that would have been diehards if they dubbed it right, pretty much. But yeah, I'm watching it. And I'm like 49 episodes deep, and that shit's amazing so far. Luffy's a badass. Zoro's a badass. The characters are dope. But Zoro always gets lost, bro. This is by far. One thing. <laughs> Well, uh, Luffy gets lost too. One, I don't want to do it. I know people are starting that shit too, and um, I'm not gonna say spoilers for it, but pretty much, the character designs are really wacky, right? Like mm-hmm. sometimes, I, sometimes Bro, I can't, I, I can't look at Usopp. You can't. I can't yeah. look at Usopp. Oh, oh, okay, there's there's a uh, a time stream. Mom looks the, the same. The training, right? The, I can't look at Usopp. You get teleported to other islands and you start training around the environment, right? Usopp is, is like kind of weak and he, he thinks um, he looks at Zoro and Luffy and um, Sanji and they're getting buff and big right he's like damn if I, if I need if I need to get strong I need to get big too but instead of working out, working out he starts eating a bunch of berries and a bunch of like food on the island uh-huh. and he just gets super fat <laughs> <laughs> and he, he thinks he's stronger now because he's bigger now <laughs> that's funny but he can't run and shit he's ha- having trouble running and then he meets someone who actually like knows how to grow like seeds like from the island and stuff and that's how he like incorporates into his, his slingshot okay and he, he like makes him do laps around the island so he can lose weight <laughs> pretty much what does it do with what I said he's <laughs> real goofy when he's really fat <laughs> he, looks, he looks even goofier when he's fat I don't want to see <laughs> yeah one it bothered thing, me a lot I, skip, I skipped some of those episodes <laughs> even now like some of the character designs are just so wacky and I'm just like what is this like one of the characters backstories they show their mom and I was just like or their foster mom and I was like oh my she looks kind of dumb and I'm just like what? but even though the character designs aren't fully there and shit the story is there dog the story is fucking amazing that shit made me cry I was like damn this is good like each character's backstory you, you see it and they're good backstories good world building good setup everything it's all there and it gets even better from what I've heard so yeah yeah Sanji gets another backstory too. And, oh. I know you told me about it. So I feel kind of bad now because because I seen his, his the first backstory he gets and I'm like I already know that he has these these guys over here and yeah, I'm like oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so with Jujutsu Kaisen, I uh, I really enjoyed it and it, it won an award. I saw like uh, some people on YouTube they were like streaming the awards and it, they were like get awards. they were like 
it, it was good. Like, it just started, though. Like, it shouldn't be getting, like, awards for, like, best anime of the year. Why? Because it literally just uh. started. It's, like, season one. And there was, like, other animes or whatever. And, I, and then I was like, hmm. Like, it, like it had to have, like, left a good impression. So that, that's why I watched it. And, it, and it's, it's really good. Like, I like the protagonist. I like all the side characters. I don't think there's a side character I hate. And then, like, each lesson... I mean, each episode um, has, like, kind of, like, a lesson. Mm-hmm. Kind of. And then, um... I just really like how they ended it, too. So, like, they ended it, like... With, a, with like, a mission and everything. And they're like, alright. Uh, and they, then they get a call. And they're like, alright, on to the next one. And that's how they ended it. And it's like, that's really cool. So, fucking, um... They, they also have, like, anime um, influences in it. Like... He, uh, he obviously JoJo knows... references? He does say JoJo, I think, at one point. But, um... Just because, like... No, because he, he knows that the... The, uh... Jujutsu sorcerers have powers. So he's like... Oh, you're not going to be able to do, like, certain powers unless... It's basically a Kekakin guy. Everyone has their own, like, type of curse that they could do. Like, curse user shit. And then, um... He's like, so I'm not going to be able to fucking throw Kamehameha or Rasengan yeah. or Kano? Amaka Bankai or blah, blah, blah. Like, he just keeps saying shit. Kano? Yeah. <laughs> he says Amaka Bankai? Yeah. That's funny. Like, <laughs> it, who, who's the publisher for this shit? Not yeah, the anime. Sure Is it adapted from manga? Yeah. And who's the manga publisher? I don't know anything about this guy. But I'm pretty sure it's Shonen Jump because I don't yeah. think they would let him say it if it wasn't. Yeah, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> they even have an SH Figure Arts toy line now. Okay, that makes they have like sense. two characters, so yeah. And then fucking um, it's funny because if he's aware of Naruto and shit, and like he watched a bunch of fucking like movies that like that was like a fucking part of the the anime. I'm not gonna spoil, but um, yeah, because I might he, watch. It. <laughs> he he should know about the, the shooting exam thing, and he should have fucking made the correlation to it, but he didn't. And I was uh, like, oh. Uh, but anyway, I digress about that anime. Y'all should watch Loki. I'm not gonna get into it. We'll get into it when it's over. But it definitely talks about like existential nihilism and how uh, how they're tackling it. Cause it's like Loki, yeah, or Marvel. Loki. I might check it out tonight. I'm well, cause basically in the very first episode they tell you this is the proper timeline. For real? Yeah. So like um, everything that's happening. Earth one eight seven supposed to happen. Earth eight one eight seven. No, 616. 616. But yeah, so everything that's happening is supposed to happen. And he's... Um, yeah, I'm not going to go into spoilers right now. All right, don't. But uh, basically, he sees that and he's like... I w- so, I'm just this. Like, this is all I am. Like, that's all I am is just this Loki. So, he sees that and the, the whole show is about him tackling that. Well... Yeah. But he's not... He, Loki and, and the real universe is dead, right? Yeah. Thanos killed him. So there's a Loki mm-hmm. from a different universe this stepping into the real from, timeline. This is Loki from Avengers. Stepping into the real timeline. Um, no, they bring him to the. Uh... So they're basically like off the timeline when they're in this like certain place. Oh. So like this is the proper timeline. If something happens that bridges like breaks a branch timeline, they snip it and cut it off, and then like they destroy it basically. So he's he made that, and they took him away from it. So they snapped it and cut it off, but he's still, like, a remnant from that. Oh. So now he's in that fucking place that's, like, away from the timeline. So, like, time doesn't really move, right, over oh. there. And then, uh, 
So yeah, he's there, and they could literally just kill him if they wanted to because he doesn't affect the universe at all. So, uh, but they need to use him because they need to find another um, person that's been killing. Uh, they're called TVA, so th- that's been killing TVA members. TV Association. <laughs> well, it's um, Time Variance Association. Oh. Yeah, but that brings me us to the end of this episode. This has been Angel G, Gallo V, Ivan O. Stay blessed. The O stands for oppress. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> it's savage. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. not. It's not. It's, it's not. Savage it's oppress. Savage. Yeah. Darth Maul is funny because he's all his voice changes and shit. Well, Sam Witwer is a good good voice actor, but he's all like, he's like, I'm all. This is Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Where. Uh, thank you for tuning into the Fool's Podcast, where you could be a fool. 